0: content This is episode 6. I'm Josh. This is Matt. I'm Matt. That's Matt. W- Today we're going to talk about stuff. We're going to Can, talk about wh- I, what I what n- I need a little more energy. This is You're a little too NPR right now. I'm a little too NPR right now. Maybe because I'm tired. Maybe because I hold down a full-time job, Matt. All right? So do you. We're, Shut up. So, and I don't... Yeah, I said you do. On. I just said you do. So what is that argument, then? Okay. I'm just saying... I'm tired. Okay, I'm just saying. you can say it. Your, right?
1: your job is more demanding, I think. Especially physically. So, I, yeah. I guess I, I, I don't have
0: room to complain. I occasionally have to walk down a flight of stairs. That's that's all it is. It's not it's not any more difficult than your job. Like it's it's a pretty. Uh, I
1: don't have to walk down any stairs,
0: it's, uh, unless you're taking your dog out for a walk.
1: But you then know. that's not
0: work. It's not work, true. It's a break, but um, I don't know. It's uh, I'm envious. I'm envious of you. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. What we're here to talk about today is content, right? I'm trying to figure out. I've I watched a lot of TikToks about business and marketing and that grind set mentality. And I almost drank the Kool-Aid. I almost started drinking the Kool-Aid and whatnot. Okay, I drank the TikTok Kool-Aid a little, little bit. I, I might have I might have purchased a Masterclass subscription for a year. Um oh yeah I, I definitely did but um anyway it was that's good a content. lot of kool-aid josh a lot of kool-aid anyway it's not that expensive it's only 180 dollars for the year but that's a lot of kool-aid it's a lot of content is what it is a lot of content a lot of rich and famous people talking about how they do their shit and uh some of it's interesting you know uh richard branson he talks about um the title of his whole series is called disrupt what is it called disruptive entrepreneurship because he's just a weird guy like he he's famous for his crazy business ideas that's what oh. yeah
1: what, just get to the list what we're the, not talking about master class i've we i can mean, talk
0: about that later <laughs> i mean i would recommend i would recommend his master class just because more as like a documentary less about advice it's not very practical advice because he just like did crazy shit, and then it worked out for the best. Um, but not everything he did worked out for the best, and I don't really cover that. But
1: uh, he was on that episode of Friends, right? That's all he's done?
0: I think in the world of entertainment, yeah. I think that's all he's done.
1: No, he's, he must have done more than that. I think he
0: flew a plane once. He, he has a whole episode of Cribs
1: to himself, MTV Cribs. Does he now? Was it an I'm impressive sure. crib? Was it an impressive crib? All I remember, I didn't. The it, it, it that show wasn't something I like would casually watch. It's just I was aware of it. So mm-hmm. it's like if I was flipping channels back in the early 2000s, yeah, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's that show," and I happened to flip and I I landed upon his his episode, and all I remember is he has like his whole island, a private uh-huh. island. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he was showing off the house on the island, mm-hmm. and his bathroom, his master bathroom, mm-hmm. the toilet is on the other side mm-hmm. of a wall, uh-huh. and it's just open. Open to the ocean. That's
0: disgusting. Okay.
1: It, But it's not. He's so rich. There's no one in that water. There's no I, one who could come up and see him.
0: So he does cover that, how he got the island. Uh He does cover how he got the island. He es- essentially... Years ago, right? Like in the 70s or whatever, 70s or 80s, he got, he managed to buy that island for like the same price as a really expensive house back then. So, like, mm-hmm. I think I'll have to go back and find out how much he paid, but I think what, like, for less than what my mom paid for for her house, which was like 400 grand, I think he got, yeah, their dog is like a black spot of a void just wiggling. <laughs> He is wiggling. Oh, you put... The sp- <laughs> he stopped because... <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. What's he looking for? No, he's, for, uh, he's just getting the, himself comfy. For the audio listeners, there's a dog making biscuits, so to speak. Or digging a hole into a pillow. What? And y- failing y- to seen... dig a hole.
1: No, he's not digging a hole. They What's do that thing where they, like, just kind of, you know, dig up the ground a little bit. Make it softer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's doing that to to a pillow yeah they love doing that it's Mm -hmm. a nice pillow
0: it's a nice pillow i'm glad that's how they uh, make it home glad they enjoy it but anyway so richard branson what he did was he called up the people who owned the island right the people who were selling the island and he said like i'd like to buy the island right and first of all like he he used the island first before he bought it he used it as like a first date like he told he told them he was interested in buying the island and so like they comped him a bunch of shit because they thought he was rich and at the time he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't there was a time he wasn't rich yeah there was a time he wasn't rich he was like he came from like he was definitely like a british kid who was wealthy who came from a wealthy enough family to go to a boarding school right but he wasn't like a, a, a millionaire at that point yet you know and so but he had he had started a couple businesses at that point but he called them up and said i want to buy the island and then they flew him out and they comped him a bunch of stuff like like a yacht ride and like dinners and whatnot to convince him to like to seal the deal so that way he would buy the island but what he did was that he brought a date and that's how he wooed her with this extravagant trip to an island in the virgin islands right Which I think he ended up, I think that's the woman he married. I think. Hmm. And he didn't have the $2 million that they wanted for the island. But he knew, like, he just had a gut feeling that no one was going to buy the island. No one was ever going to come and buy the island. So what he did was, like, he put a really low offer, which I think was like 200 grand at the time. I think. And he put that offer down, and he's just like, yeah, I'll buy it for 200 grand. And they're like, sir, this island's like $2 million. And he's like, yeah, but I'll pay 200 grand for it. Let me know uh, when you want to sell it to me. So, because he was betting that nobody would ever come and buy it. And after, like, a few years, nobody bought the island. And they're like, fuck it, just sell it to the guy. He'll give us 200 grand for this island. And that's how he got his island. Like, huh. He didn't, like, buy... It wasn't, like, he he sort of just, like... Waited them out, and that was it. He just waited mm-hmm. them out, and it's like there he goes, mine now. Go. Ridiculous, but yeah, it's it's pretty it's a pretty pretty entertaining watch. Um, but don't pay a hundred eighty dollars well, well, for Masterclass is, to watch it.
1: Uh, this is still about Masterclass. Move on. No, well, we're that's where I that.
0: learned it because he talked about it. He talked about how he got his island on his Masterclass thing. Right? He he taught a masterclass on how to buy an island. Basically, it was it was tech it was called disruptive <laughs> entrepreneurship, right? He doesn't do anything without being weird, without well, being disruptive. I,
1: I think he reached a whole amount of one person and that one person is Mr Beast and that's about it. I
0: think so. I think uh I don't, when will Mr Beast come out with the masterclass cuz it's sort of, he's sort of annoying. Um <laughs> His editing is annoying, I should say. But it works. That might not be him. What? Mr. Beast? His editing?
1: The editing might not be him anymore. He, oh, of course it's rich. not him anymore. It's not he, him.
0: No, he does. He just, like, directs now, you know? I'm sure he's just, like, a creative director now. So... Yeah. Um, I don't watch, really, any of his stuff. Like, anything at all. But the, the memes are... I know about. But then, like, I've seen, like, people break down his content... And, like, one guy on TikTok broke down, like, a TikTok Mr. Beast made. And it's just, like, every four seconds, he does something with the editing to make the the human brain go, ooh, shiny. Like, that's how it works. It works. That's how it works. And so, uh, we'll see. We'll see how, if I can apply that in any way. We'll see. Oh,
1: God. I'm I'm just saying. Stop it. I'm just saying. There's a lot. just you get how much work that is?
0: It's a lot of work, yeah. But, you know, what if it, what if it works? You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what if it works? I don't want to do that.
0: You don't have to do that. I'll do it. I'll do it for the first one. We'll see how it works out. Um it might take me like three days just to cut all that shit. But whatever. Point is, ma- Masterclass, uh, get it however you can. You know? Get it however you can. Uh, I've no, seen a couple. stop. What? Stop it. What it's you're
1: a, not selling, Master? Are, if, are they sponsoring you? No, they're not. Are sponsoring they trying me. to advertise with you? God,
0: I wish. Because I love if the money. So,
1: masterclass, get it wherever you can.
0: Speaking of sponsorship, though, bit of like a podcast talk. I was wondering for sponsors. I mean, obviously, we're gonna if we ever get sponsors, right? I would like it to be an ethical sponsor, you know. But maybe that's just dreaming. Maybe I'm just dreaming too hard. You know? Like I'd like to be sponsored by Tom's shoes. You know? The company that gives shoes to, to kids without shoes.
1: Um I don't think we're in a place to uh pick and choose. No, that's what I I'm think, saying. I I'm saying yeah, I think we're not. But the I'm saying length like, of our ethics are, oh, this company has too much
0: money. Let me help you with that. Let me let me help you. Sell these meal plans. Company whose name I can't remember. Uh, There's a few of those companies. Whatever. But, no, I'm just saying, at some point, I would like us to have, you know, cooler uh, cooler sponsors. You know, I was watching a thing with Shaq. He only... (laughs) What? Shaq, where is this going? Shaq was talking about how he picks companies to sponsor to become spokesmen for it right because you know he he does some like weird stuff you know he does i see he did icy hot and then he did like the general automotive insurance you know and then well i mean the icy hot makes sense because he he's an athlete exactly that's what that's what his line of thinking was he's like icy hot like it's for it's for muscle relief people need it it's a product he's like this is a product I would it goes back to that thing where it's like this is a product I would actually recommend for people. And so that's why he did Icy Hot. And then for the general auto insurance, he's like, People need insurance. People need affordable insurance. Because these uh insurance companies are up to no good. He didn't say that part. But, you know, uh he picked a he picked an insurance company that he would that he would like to do it. You know, he he was a little more responsible with his uh brand deals, you know. There's no Shaq. Oh, there was a, a Shaq's shoe. I forgot. Anyway, uh, we don't have the, to talk about. It. He was a basketball player. He's a it basketball a player. Shoe. Of course, he had a but, shoe. I mean, if we're
1: going down this road, we I'm might just as saying well keep
0: going. I'm just saying, my dream sponsor, you know, would be, you know, something something cool, you know. Well,
1: Shaq wasn't always so forward-thinking. No, he wasn't That always. sounds bad. Well, no, he he's a pretty solid guy from
0: what I could tell. He's a solid guy. No, but, uh, but what I'm saying. I think there's a clip would... of him though b- being a flat earther he... though. I think. That's... Oh well. Yeah. Speaking of content, well. there's content of him like promoting or like supporting flat earth theory, which we won't that's get into. That's because he,
1: that's because he knows the truth. <laughs> we're not getting, we're not doing <laughs> that. Don't joke around about that. No, no, I just I saw a clip. I think it was on Hot Ones or something, but. Uh-huh. He just, he told the story of when he first got signed Mm -hmm. or first got drafted to the NBA or something. And he, you know, he first, he got his first big paycheck. He got like 50,000 bucks to Mm -hmm. start off. And he he had, he had never had money before. So he went Mm -hmm. straight to the car dealership, bought himself a nice car, Mm -hmm. went to the mall, bought himself like thousands of dollars of clothes and like watches and jewelry. Mm -hmm. And then he goes home and his dad sees him in the car with all the clothes. He's like... Oh man, I I want one. Like he wants one of one of the cars. I forget what car it was. Uh huh. So Shaq goes out and buys his dad the same car. He buys uh-huh. another of the same car. Yeah. And then I think he just blows all the money, all the the fifty k mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Mm hmm. And then he goes back to whatever team he had signed with, and so basically it came to it. The next day he was like in debt. He was like thirty thousand dollars in debt because he had no idea what taxes were. <laughs> yeah. That that uh. Oh boy, thirty grand out of the fifty grand. Ooh. Well, I'm I'm just pulling yeah. out numbers, but yeah. basically, yeah, several no, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars. Tens of, tens dollars of thousands. Yeah. In in debt because he mm-hmm. was not he had no
0: idea what he was doing. No idea what taxes were. Yeah, because I, I he was probably super young when they signed him the first time. He was oh, Probably yeah. like right out of high school they got him, because he's huge. He's
1: and a so big was guy.
0: He's like, a big guy. And so, oh man, I need to watch. I love sports stories, sports documentaries. I can't think of any content I would recommend, though, going back to the purpose of this podcast, which is recommending content. I don't really have any... Um, there's Speaking gotta be. of,
1: what? Can, is there any content you could recommend me right I'm th- now? John? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of something
0: sports-related, since we're on the topic of no, Shaq. Not,
1: not sports-related. I'm just trying oh, to get us my back God. on track. Okay,
0: fine. Let's get to the list, right? We're, we're 15 minutes in. <laughs> Uh well not really because I've cut the I'll cut the beginning off but let's see last time I talked about Golden Kamoi, which is I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly but I think it's a wonderful I, anime what's up I I hear you I keep hearing
1: you say that mm-hmm. and I keep thinking. You're like a really white guy mispronouncing chamoy, like the spice. And I'm I like, am wait. not. I am the exact opposite. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like I would wait, never. It makes no I sense. I would Josh never mispronounce he, chamoy. He's half Mexican. There's no way he could <laughs> mispronounce chamoy. Uh-huh. So I'm just thinking, like, why does this sound so off? It, it it's so spelled
0: K A M U Y. Come oh, on. Oh, so chamoy. Kamoi. No, chamoy. never mind. <laughs> anyway, you put it on like mangoes and and watermelon and stuff. Yeah, you you do. I'm not a fan. And so, let's see here. Uh there's golden kamoy. Um Charlie asked me to put Tron Legacy on this list. Um for those of you who don't know, Charlie is Josh's cousin. Yeah, it's my cousin. Thank you and for And he asked it. you to put to put what on?
1: Tron Polished? Legacy. You know what? If we can get him on, I, I I've seen the movie, but it's been a while. I want him to sell me Tron
0: Legacy. Yeah, I think we'll have him. Uh, I think he can do a better job at selling that one than I can because I think for him that was a very formative movie, very formative sci fi mm. movie for him. Uh, let's see, because he's what he's like, he's nineteen 19? now. Yeah, he's nineteen 19? now, and so, uh, you've seen the Adams Family, right? <sighs> Which one? <laughs> the first one. Oh okay, yeah. The first movie, no, just- I should say.
1: Yeah no, there's just so much, so many yeah. different variations, yeah. and there's They're, even a new show coming. There's out a new for show it, right? called
0: Wednesday, where Wednesday yeah. goes to like Hogwarts or some shit. Um, looks good. I've, watch I've, that. Yeah, looks good. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. Um, did you see Bumblebee? I did. You did see Bumblebee. Did you see Need for Speed? Yes. <laughs> you saw Need for Speed. Shame. Aaron that Paul. means I can't talk
1: about Need for Speed. Okay, honestly, <laughs> well. Well, on i I because we we've you've mentioned this before uh-huh. and i I gave you the same reactions like, oh uh, yeah, I saw it haha uh-huh. and but you were so excited, I'm kind of curious what you have to say about it because I'm pretty sure I saw it when it it came out straight to Netflix, didn't it it was no, a it was movie. in theaters,
0: I saw it in theaters,
1: maybe I saw it once it came to a streaming service, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure I've only seen it once, yeah. and all I remember from that mm-hmm. stupid movie what? Other than Aaron Paul being Mm -hmm. Jesse Pinkman at all times, yeah, was the they're driving the Mustang, the fancy Mustang across the country because they have to go to a race, they have to get to a race. Shelby
0: Cobra, I think,
1: yeah, and Uh it has to be refueled. And you know, it's it's just low on gas and they need to refuel it. So they said they decide, Mm -hmm. let's refuel it on the go. Yeah, we're gonna do it while we're driving because they have like this big tanker truck. With gas. Uh And then the girl who's Uh going with them is like, Why why do we need to refuel? Like why why does it why can't you just stop for gas? And he's like, No time And then they're like using all these code words for is like, Why do you call it that? Why don't you just call it refueling? He's like, It sounds cool. I need what? to
0: rewatch the movie. I need to rewatch <laughs> it before I talk about it because I don't remember that scene. I just remember. Really, that's the I, only stupid thing I remember from rem- the movie. I just remember coming out of that theater, loving it, just having a great time, no narcotics involved. Just like, are you what sure a this wasn't a movie. formative movie for you too? No, it wasn't a formative movie. I wouldn't say that, but it was definitely a very fun movie. Where I think, Josh is actually 15 years old. Oh my god! I don't want to repeat those that year let's see here <laughs> alright so we'll skip over Need for Speed because I should actually watch that again and maybe watch it again and then again. I kind of do want want to talk about it yeah because I love stupid car movies <laughs> we I so, love like, I love Fast and Furious 5 mm, four, 4, 5 and 6 I love those not, you don't like 3 you don't like Tokyo Drift I never got into it it's a coming of age story you know, it's a coming-of-age story. It's a fish out of water. White guy goes to Japan, learns a new yeah. form. Like he's there, he's supposed is like oh, it's a super strict Japanese conservative society. All these rules in this Japanese school. Oh, they got street racing too. What the fuck? They got even cooler criminals. <laughs> like it's like it's it's a good movie. I won't say it's bad. You know, it was a good movie, but it's a different type of movie. You know, it's a different type of story. But Where, it was just
1: so cool. I think everyone agreed. They just didn't mm-hmm. mind.
0: Yeah, no. it's def- also, It was definitely better than Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, like,
1: that considering that, mm-hmm. I think that was the big draw as well. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, it's different, but it was better
0: than that piece of shit, the yeah. one that came before. <laughs> I think Too Fast, Too Furious is like, I can't tear him. I, I, I was about to, but I've not seen 8 and I've not seen 9. For For me, I, 7 I've was the none. last movie seven was the last movie for me because it got deep it it got you deep didn't it because he's dead like that's it like it's i cried (laughs) at the end of that
1: i know he's in he's in the other movie or i think he's in the eighth movie i think he's in both he's in
0: eight and nine i'm sure he is they sneak him in somehow because you know they they want him in there but for me let him be dead just let the man be dead He's got a family. It's He's, all about family. It's all about He's family. He's got to protect
1: Mia. He's got to protect the babies.
0: Hold on. How gravelly can I make my voice? Family. No. Okay. And so if, <laughs> That was pretty family. good for a second. I you you really need to like, do it from the chest. I can't do like I am Groove. Like I can't do like he he really summons it. You know, like this. Was, I think uh, it's just a natural. It's something for him. It is a natural thing for him. A, I think he, thing for him. I part some of it he's not trying. That's just no. his voice. No, yeah. But anyway, no. So for me, Paul Walker's dead at in the. He died halfway through filming Seven. That's the last movie yeah. for me. That was the last movie, and Seven was really over the top and ridiculous and sort of like.
1: But that's the thing. They just keep getting more over the top and ridiculous. I know that,
0: but I was like falling asleep during Seven and like. I know he, he like his death really like put a put a wrench in the production. So they had to rewrite a lot of shit.
1: Yeah. So but, maybe
0: I'll maybe I'll go watch eight and nine, but I mean they're not like perfectly
1: written masterpieces to begin with. Of course so not, having but, to rewrite it wasn't but really a so, they're so
0: fun. They're so fun, those movies. Yeah, it was still fun. The Tunnel Races in Four? Awesome, right? Well, pretty good. Five? I mean, love Five. There's the so heist. many. F- five was a heist that when, movie. <laughs> that's when The Rock came in, right? That's when The Rock came in. I love that trailer. That trailer got me so pumped. When he's just, like, just talking about him, I love that trailer. Like, top five favorite tra- movie trailers for me. When he's just describing them first, and you don't know... Because first it's The Rock, right? You don't know that he's entered this franchise yet, right? And I'm, I'm presuming... That you know, you're watching this trailer at a theater, not on YouTube, so you don't know what the title of the trailer of the movie is yet. Right? So you just see the rock in like fucking millet tactical gear, right? And you're like, okay, what's he in this time? He's not quite at the rock fame yet. He's not at Dwayne the Rock Johnson fame yet. He's just like still just the rock, you know? And
1: No, he was He was not at the top
0: of his career.
1: He was not at the top, but he was He, he was still on his way up.
0: Big. he like was like he was so like he here's, was still dwayne the rock johnson so here's like i would say like here's wwe right wwf wwe right and then he does like uh walking scorpion tall king oh yeah he does scorpion king no actually it's just like so like here's wwe wwf right then he does scorpion king right <laughs> then it I go, was still for, a movie for for audio listeners uh he go he loses points for scorpion king um, for the horrible <laughs> CGI in the Mummy Two of him as a monster, and then for Scorpion he loses points for that. But then he, you know, he he brings it back up with like Walking Tall, right, and which is a pretty decent movie. And then what's that other one? The Rundown, you know, it's teetering upwards, right? Then he does some Disney movies, does his family films, teetering up in fame, you know, sort of like oh, yeah. wiggling around there, sort of plateauing. Right the, there, uh, you the know? The game
1: plan... Oh, the, uh, no, Vin Diesel did the Tooth Fairy, didn't he? Not no, the fairy, no, Vin the, Diesel
0: did the Pacifier. The, the Pacifier. And <laughs> the tooth fairy. So yeah, the Tooth Fairy was Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but then the oh, game that's plan... Right. yeah. I think him. the game plan did sort of take him upwards. The Tooth Fairy was definitely like yeah. a downward, but then game plan, whichever one was first, game plan definitely moved him up a little bit. Then... But he was definitely on his way up, and I don't remember what was in between uh, like Tooth Fairy and... Fast Five, but, like, he's but, definitely yeah. done a couple... Oh, he did, like, this movie called Faster, which was ridiculous, right? Like, this was, like, early on in, in The Rock's career. Sorry, I don't mean to talk over you. But, right. well, I'm going to do it anyway. I think, I
1: think I think we're getting a little too deep with The Rock.
0: I, I love The Rock. I, I'm, uh, I
1: could talk all day about The Rock.
0: I mean, I don't know if I can talk all day, but I can talk to the next five minutes about The Rock. It's... <laughs> He did a movie called Faster where he has like a revolver like he's just he's just fast. He's like a fast gunman in modern day, right? Trying to avenge his brother's death or investigate his, de- his brother's murder and he's kind of slow and it, it's weird. This is back when The Rock had to protect had to like like all of his characters had to be black and not Pacific Islander for people to understand to sort of like accept his identity, which was a really weird time. In movies, we're just like he's awfully brown. What is he? We'll just say half black. We won't go. We won't talk about the Pacific Islander part. And he's like, nice people, neurons firing. That makes sense. Okay, weird. And then you see him in tactical gear. It goes like, okay, the Rock. He's a cop or a military guy of some sort. Talking about these criminals, right? He goes like, he's like these are professional criminals. They're, they're highly motivated, highly dangerous. Make sure, you, make sure you keep an eye on them at all times. And then it's just like, and then it do, it's sort of like Rock turns to the camera. Whatever you do, don't let them get in the cars. And then it's fucking cars and shit. Then you see Vin Diesel and fucking all the other people. And it's just like, oh, it's the Fast and Furious crew. They're back. And the, the Rock is hunting them. It's great. It's great. I loved it. So fucking, that was just like, ah, great, mo- great moment for me. Loved it. Cinema peak for me in trailers. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, five was great. Six, even better because they directly call out in the movie what the plot is, like what the tropes are. They did. They directly break the fourth wall a little bit and they just straight up say like, these are just evil versions of us. <laughs> was that the one with uh with luke evans and and the car that flips other the cars old...
1: it's Real, like a
0: the, the really pointy one right yeah the, the really po- like the formula one car that's just a ramp that you drive yeah, yeah. that made its way into gta 5 the, later but uh,
1: uh what's his name the um tyrese peter peter quill's dad mr nobody
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's in that Th- one. That's I think. the one that he's in, and yeah, 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 yeah. The first one he's in. Yeah, we're just like, we need you. We're gonna, we're recruiting you to, to stop this madman, because he's using vehicular warfare against us. And also
1: the quest to get back the most uninteresting movie character in the world,
0: Letty Ortiz. Letty Ortiz. Yes, Letty Ortiz. Just had to bring her back. Um, she's family. She's family. She's family. Family. Sure, I just shacked up with this Brazilian chick, but, you know, she's family, and I was with her first, so I should go hey. back to her. I should do the right hey. thing. What? It's
1: not, it's not a, Braz, she's not just a Brazilian chick. She's uh-huh. Thor's wife.
0: That's right. That is Thor's wife, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I completely forgot about that. Uh What else? What a great franchise. Oh. Uh, Popcorn movies, gotta love them. Wait, so
1: you just spent the last ten minutes talking Mm -hmm. about how great you think Mm -hmm. the franchise is? You won't, and you haven't seen
0: the last two movies of the. I told you the franchise died with Paul Walker. It didn't, though. It deserves put it to bed it's just as
1: ridiculous
0: I know it's just as ridiculous but you know you can't
1: say that until you see
0: them I will see them alright
1: I'm just saying I'm not saying they're good they're that good they're better than you know Uh the first seven or anything but it's it's keeping the franchise alive like it's continuing
0: alright alright I'll watch it I'll watch it at some point um you've convinced me alright so going back to the list right uh Need for Speed. That's how we got into the subject. Stupid car (laughs) movies. Um, Evil. Have you seen Evil on CBS? Mm -mm. Evil is pretty good. Pretty good. It is about this team of paranormal investigators. No, that's not accurate, actually. Right? I don't know if you guys can hear the cricket. It's very loud. I hear it. Sometimes if you smack the wall, it 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 stops. It didn't work. I think he got the message. There's a praying mantis put, outside of my house. I'll put the cat up there. If he doesn't stay fucking quiet. Anyway. What was I saying? Evil! Evil! On CBS. Right? I think they're having... Is, is that a SpongeBob reference? Maybe. I think they're uh, in season two or maybe up to see maybe into season 3 right now. I've seen I've seen most of season 1 and it's so good. I have a hard time watching it. Like because the synopsis really quick is a therapist is it, are they a therapist? No, no, yeah, they're a therapist and what they do the main, one of the main characters, she's a therapist. And what she does is she testifies in court. She interviews criminals, right, to find out if they are, to determine if they are criminally insane or if they're just, you know, criminally sane. If they're just normal criminals or if they have to go to the loony bin, that's her job, to figure that out. So it's The Shining. Sort of. Not The Shining. uh, Well, yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs no or, or, because or hannibal
1: so it's basically hannibal
0: no no because it doesn't stop there uh that's just the first character that's just the first main character right um that's her day-to-day job right and uh, a priest in training played luke by cage. luke cage yes uh so you've seen the trailers he <laughs> approaches her and says we would like your expert opinion on this other case and, and she goes, what's the case? Demon possession. Is like, what? Ooh. And so I think it's actually the same case. Because she needs to determine if this guy's insane or faking it. Right? But in comes this priest in training, Luke Cage, who tells her, we need you to help us determine if it's in fact a real demon possession. And she's like, you're insane. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm, I work for the church. This is my job. We investigate real claims of demon possessions, right? And we need to find out. It's my job to figure out if it's a real demon possession or if it's not. If it's somebody faking or if it's just some sort of hoax, like I need, that's my job. So before we actually send in somebody to do an exorcism, we need to suss it out first. And I need uh, i need a therapist. I need, uh, or a behavioral psychologist. I need a psychologist. I need an expert in psychology to tell me Things I don't know because this guy is just a priest in training, right? So that's the mm-hmm. second character. Then the third character is the tech guy, who's played by what's his name from the Daily Show. I forget his name, but um, he's really he plays a really smart guy. He plays. Man Mandvi. Are you looking it up now? Yeah, that sounds sounds right. No, I don't I, know. I just know these things. You just know these things. Okay, it's definitely not like the computer screen glare on your face or anything. Uh, but I don't have that. Okay. Anyway.
1: Oh, com- you mean Commander Zhao in The Last Airbender, the M. Night Shyamalan
0: <laughs> epic? I forgot he was in that. Is, is that who you mean? Yes, that's who I mean. That's exactly who I mean. But um, he plays the, the tech expert, right? He's like a yeah. handyman. He does all the tech. So he provides answers with like, okay, this is how they did it because they investigate whether or not these things are real demon possessions and whether or not these experiences are real and more often than not he can find a, a technological scientific answer as to like how this happened like how is this guy hearing voices where is that voice coming from right what are these experiences right and so he usually has like the knowledge to suss that out and the show just does a great job at scaring you just like Making really unsettling things happen, and that's why I have a hard time watching the show because it's like it's partly very dramatic and very serious, and then like the evil in the show is legitimately evil. It's not like, oh, a demon possession, it's gonna eat your child. It, it's about the villain because the, the, there is a villain, right? You had me at Eat Your Child, I'm yes. Sold. Um, they don't eat children, but they want people to, they want to convince people to eat children. <laughs> right? So, like, there is these demons, and it's debatable whether, it, like, the entire show never confirms whether or not, like, they're real demons or not. But there is a mystery, there is a conspiracy going on, and there are people who look like people, might be demons, who are actively working to corrode the morality of of society. They're actively working to make things worse. And with like real issues. And not just like we have a bomb in Times Square or like we're gonna possess a baby. Going back to babies. It's they're actually trying to like incite riots, incite violence, incite school shootings really sinister shit, you know? R- like, they're, real problems. That's look, what, like...
1: Kind of like they're... So they're trying to, you know, typical demon wants to take down humanity, but they're they're taking the long route? Yeah, the long route, they're, like, the devil on your shoulder route. Yeah. Trying to convince Morally. people...
0: Exactly. To do the wrong thing. And yeah. it's this battle, right? And this team, they go from case to case, trying... It is a bit of, like, Monster of the Week, or, like, possession of the week type deal where like they're investigating a different incident where yeah. it's, and it's a not, show. it's a show and it's not just demon possessions i think there's like an one episode i saw on like a, there's a couple of few episodes on miracles right they also need to suss out whether or not a miracle is real and whether or not help the church decide whether or not it will recognize it as a legitimate miracle um because apparently they have like their own definition of it
1: why what who cares why why is that a thing they need to check on did someone get paid if
0: they mainly like a miracle? mainly like credit you know because if if but the church if the church wants to like claim that this was a miracle and this was the work of god they need to like make sure is it is in fact like but a legitimate miracle
1: who who's like holding them accountable to that so
0: they can claim it so they can use it as like propaganda, I'm assuming, right? Because the church wants to be able to claim like this is a miracle in the, in the name of the Lord, right? And they have to make sure that it is in fact a miracle, that it's something magical and not just some sort of like, oh, a new new medicine that somebody mm-hmm. took or just like a freak accident that someone, you know, survived on, on just like by sheer luck, you know? Like sheer luck doesn't doesn't count. Like a girl being... One episode was about a girl who comes back to life, who's resurrected, right? She was dead. She was declared dead like twice and then in the morgue got back up. And so they had to investigate they had to investigate like what happened. How did this girl come back to life? You know? And that's what that episode's about.
1: That reminds me. Have you you've seen gameplay for that new game, the the morgue
0: tale one? Oh yeah, I've seen that. That's creepy. I'm not playing that. (laughs) I'm not playing that at all that's what you think what I'm not no I'm not playing that would you do it for views no I wouldn't do it for views and even if I did it for views I I become a stone wall Mm -mm. I become a stone Mm. wall I immediately shut down I do the same thing (laughs) I do if I were to get on a ride at an amusement park close my eyes pretend like I'm not there pretend like (laughs) none of this is happening that's no way to live Josh this this is me on, on a ride, not even a roller coaster. Never been on a roller coaster. Never want to be on a roller coaster. This is me on like um on a smaller roller coaster, like at Legoland.
1: Well, then how do you know?
0: Because I hate big I hate the small ones too. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. I don't like being flung around. I forgot this about you. I like to sit down and watch things. <laughs> I don't like to. I don't like to be flung around and manhandled by machines okay so the
1: scary video game uh-huh fits this criteria you're not being flung around my anymore.
0: emotions are being flung around <laughs> like my emotions are, i don't want no my emotions are mine right i want to be moved by a piece of media but not like that like mm-mm, mm-mm. okay but maybe we'll play it maybe we will i don't know uh-huh that's what i thought the writing did, from what I've seen, the writing looked pretty decent, and so maybe I will play it. Like you play as like an ex drug addict, I think, who like starts a new job trying to put their put her life back together. So yeah. not initial, it wasn't initially compelling to me, but it's a lot more effort than other games put in to their yeah. to their characters. Um, but yeah, Evil, great, so far. You know, I need to keep watching it. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it's really creepy, really ominous, and I love the actors on it. The cast is great, um, and then there's – it's a multi-dimensional show in the sense where it's not just about the one thing, right? It's not just about the, the miracles and the demon possessions. It's about, like, the characters and their personal lives and how this – how they bring the work home or how the work invades their home life. Like, it's um. really creepy. Really creepy. Really good. Yeah. Flawed characters all around. Human characters. Really good. Um, and we know that's a big one for Josh. Yeah, it's really big. Characters, number one for me. You can, like, great great but characters can make a boring Unless plot it's great. a car movie, apparently. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Those are great characters. I great characters even if they're caricatures right you're lose. you're using the word great very loosely i am i am it's, it's because it's very subjective all right i'm not i'm not saying these things are objectively great i'm saying these things are subjectively great like maybe we should maybe something we should start doing is like i've been thinking about is like if you like this you'll like this you know sort of like that section in netflix or on all the streaming services which is like because you watched such and such we recommend this you know
1: so then why would you emulate something that's already that
0: they already have that it's just to give a frame of reference right so like let's say you liked thor ragnarok right let's say if you like that movie i think you would like thor love and thunder because it is same creator same vibe similar problems even like if you didn't have a problem with the problems in in thor ragnarok those Some of those problems are still persistent in, th- in Thor Love and Thunder. And so, if you don't mind, they're, they're there. Because they don't really get solved because, you know, ultimately it didn't affect the box office numbers. Uh, but do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's... Uh, let's see here. Like, if you
1: like... I, yeah, like, I just don't think there's a demand for that. Because it's like, it's, all, it's so
0: readily available. You're like right. Like you then. said on, on Netflix. You're right. Netflix does that. We don't have to do that. But also just trying to, like... But at the same time, I don't know what to compare evil to. I don't know what to compare it to. So I guess that's I mean, a counterpoint to my earlier point, because evil is, because they use a lot of Dutch angles, just a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Dutch angles to really just like they're point out. Not the out first what, one. Not the first one. No, but it is. It's more classic horror. It's more classic horror, and, it, and maybe I'm using Could that. You,
1: What's up? Could you hold that cat at a Dutch angle?
0: At a Dutch angle? Yeah, she hates it, but... Yeah. So this would be like a normal angle, right? Normal angle, Dutch angle. <laughs> you know? So, Dutch angle. I hope you... No. No. Ah! Ah! ah her oh, nails! No. Oh,
1: ah. the angles! No! Ah.
0: <laughs> I I have to cut her nails. I have to cut her nails. But I won't because she uses them to fight street cats. So <laughs> fine, she comes back with scars. Uh, South L.A. South L.A. Where the streets are rough for, for a Calico cat. Uh, but yeah. So no. it's Yeah. It is pretty hard to. Because it might be like. I don't know. I can't. I don't think I can say this because I haven't. I need to watch more Alfred Hitchcock stuff. But it just feels more. Classic horror where like they really use moments, they use silence and they use camera angles to really tell you scary things are happening. You know? Where characters are just like, what the fuck's going on? Like they're they're taking a moment like, ugh. And it's it's not is a that, fast show. Is that not
1: like a common occurrence with some horror films? Sometimes like
0: if I watch them, like, Lim- there's
1: up? there's obviously excellent horror movies out there, mm-hmm. and I would say the majority of them will use mm-hmm. that technique, you know, just giving yeah, pa- right.
0: pauses and silence. I guess you're right. I guess the better ones do use that a lot more, but like, I'm I'm more talking about in the sense where it feels a little more stylized than this show. As opposed to, like, let's say, like, your modern horror movie made by Blumhouse, right? Which will, like, yeah, they'll have, like, a quiet moment, but something will still be happening. You know? Like, they'll have the girl walk through the hallway, and then you're sort of waiting, and a jump scare might happen, but you don't know if it's going to happen. And then ah, then they get you, you know? And then the girl has to run in the other direction. So, like, yeah, there's a lot of silence. There's no talking there. But there is action. There is progression. There is other things where this is where more the characters as well as the audience need to take a moment to really like digest and observe what's going on because what's going on is unsettling. And it's just like, and maybe it's just me because I'm a little hypersensitive to that. Give me what, what kind of uh,
1: intensity? What kind of like, how graphic are we talking? That's what I'm saying.
0: It's not very graphic. Like they're mainly relying on like, like camera angles and like just pauses and moments to like point out. So like early on in the se- in the first season there's a guy who begins they show a video, right? This lady comes in and believes her boss is possessed by a demon. And she like shows this video of him just yelling. The guy's played by um Lionel Luther from Smallville. And if you remember that guy. And so he's sort of just I like didn't watch Smallville. You didn't watch Smallville? It's okay. No, I missed that one. That's all right. And so he that's is I saw cheaper by the dozen though. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, right. right? Same thing, same thing. A Superman with eleven siblings. Uh and a mom and dad and, and a, a dog. mom and a mom and dad and a dog. Yeah. And then same I think it's the same truck too, but whatever. It's uh same pickup truck. But uh so this guy he's yelling. Older guy, he's like a He is a playwright and a director. He's just yelling at people because he's a playwright and a director. He's just yelling and yelling and yelling. And the lady, the guy's like, yeah, he's angry. That's not weird. That's not demon possession. He goes like, no, but look at the back of his head. And he's bleeding from his hair, like from his hairline. His hair, like he's just, he's sweating blood, right? He's sweating blood and it looks disturbing. And they're just like, like they're just watching, and you see their reactions to it. Then later they go, and but of course in the typical narrative fashion and stuff. So, but then, so they go in person to meet him, and they the tech guy determines this guy must have hair plugs because that's why he's sweating blood. Like it's it's mm. obvious that like he's gotten hair plugs, and it it's got a it's been a bad operation. Like they didn't take, so he's clearly bleeding from from his like new hair follicles and that's what that must be what it is so we're just gonna take off right um but then a voice appears and starts speaking uh because they find other footage of him talking to to no one and then they confront him about this and then a voice responds an ominous voice responds and then i'm i'm basically spoiling the entire episode now at this point because it's all all I, all i got were hair plugs because what they do is they, they go in and investigate, and then they find the answer to like what this initial question was. It's like, why is he bleeding from his from his scalp? Hair plugs. Let's assume it's hair plugs, right? Even though he denies it, let's just assume it's hair plugs and it didn't take blah, 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 right? And so because they saw that, the show then has to introduce like a new weird thing, which is this ominous voice that's now speaking to everybody and taunting them and tormenting them. And the tech guy, again, comes in and goes, like, it, it's coming from the speakers. This guy's hacked in. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find the guy who's hacked into the system. They find someone who is, like, responsible for this, for this hacking. And they track him down. They figure out how he did it. And then the tech guy goes, and it's, it took a while, right? It took a few scenes to figure this out, to catch this guy. And the then the tech guy goes, all right, now, how did you log into my... Like smart to my smart speaker in my house, and the guy's like, I didn't do that. And he was like, Then who's been who's been speaking in the ominous voice in my house, to my family? He was like, It wasn't me. I guarantee you, it wasn't me. And he like shows the evidence, like definitely wasn't me. So then this episode ends on the question, Who is this other person, and who's this other voice, and why is this other voice implying that his sister had an abortion, like, or has a, has like a secret child, right? like tormenting them with like personal information. So like, hey, that's at least in that's like it's not a blood and gore show, right? It's it's mm-hmm. unsettling because it's like very precise. Like it's personally horrifying, right? So like if you have a secret or if you did something wrong in your past, like these <sighs> these demons are out to are out to use it as leverage against you. Or if you have any sort of inclination They're out to manipulate you into doing something worse. Like, there's some pretty pretty strong scenes. Strong performances by, like, one of the guys who's portraying one of the supposed demons, right? And again, the whole show plays it off as if, like, never confirming if they're real demons or not, right? And there's certain, like, out-of-body experiences that, like, oh, but is he really there, though? Because this guy's seeing him... In this light, but is that character actually there? Because this guy's currently high on shrooms. Like, or ayahuasca or whatever. And is he actually there? And I have to keep watching the show to find out, like, are these demons real? Is this conspiracy real? Because they show you this demon, this guy who's supposedly a demon, doing other things. Pushing this this agenda forward. This moral Mm -hmm. corruption of society, one person at a time. You know? and so
1: is it is this uh just is it one like narrative or is it broken up into different stories you said it ends kind of on a cliffhanger the first episode uh well that's not the first episode continue that's like whichever that's like the second episode episode it
0: is but yeah so basically it's it's like case of the week right there's a different case every week that the team investigates but it builds up over time they like they're collecting their notes and trying to find hard evidence Against this overall contributing to like the whole season. Yeah, exactly. So essentially there's like, there's two teams, right? One of the good guys, one of the bad guys, but you never really see the bad guys other than this one guy who sort of represents them. And there's more of them to be shown at a later time, presumably. And so you're watching the team trying to figure out and trying to catch up because these guys have been doing it for such a long time. That, you know, they have control, they have immense control over a lot of things. And again, they never show you, they never show you, like, fucking spirits and shit. It's, it's not about, Aww. it's not about, like, that, it really is about, like, the question, like, is this shit real? Like.
1: But how long can they, can that's they continue what continue that?
0: Know. That's what I want to know. How long can they continue? Because then they start digging through old books and then, like these guys, they all go by these names and these are ancient demon names. These information kept hidden by the church for hundreds of years, right? And, but the important thing is that, like, what makes the show interesting is that on the team, the, like, they intentionally put characters, both the writers of the show and, like, you know, the in-person uh, or in-world church, right? Catholic church put in, hired people who will actively question All of these things and look for a logical, rational answer to all of these things. So that way they can properly figure out if it's like, if it's a real demon possession or not, or if it's a real miracle. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. The battle for the soul of the people is real. But is it really demons? Is it really demons or is it really just evil, wicked fucking people? Which is... Hmm. I, again, that, keeping that question alive is just really good in my mind because there's so many so many questions they throw at you that they don't answer by the end of an episode like, at the end of every episode they leave you with a little, most of the case is solved, but they leave you with a little bit of something that is just like why? how and why did that happen? Why? and it's just like, mm, how's that going to play into the future? like, it's really weird Like the girl I told you who came back to life. They figured out how that happened, right? They figured... I won't spoil it, but they figured out how that
1: happened. Okay, but this show, Mm -hmm. like that one example, Mm -hmm. it basically is constantly dancing that line. They keep seeing possible possessions or miracles Mm -hmm. or just crazy things. Mm -hmm. And they're always questioning, like, could it be? Is it demons? Is it Mm -hmm. possession? Or is it... Yeah, Is it just, you know, a coincidence? Yeah. Uh, but, go on. A miraculous... miraculous... No, 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 mm-hmm. go ahead.
0: But, like, that question isn't the most important thing. That question is not the meat of the story. Because the meat of the story is the fact that this danger is real. Like, But they whether... don't know that. Well, no, whether or not, quote-unquote, demons are real is sort of irrelevant so they can keep that question unanswered. Because the fact of the matter is the consequences of the belief of demons being real is very much existent, very much exists in the world. Whether or not this character is a demon doesn't matter because he does exist in this world and he is wreaking havoc. He is convincing people, like this character who I've mentioned before who may or may not be a demon, he's also a psychologist who takes a stand and Uh, determines if people are you know, mentally fit versus not mentally fit, and he uses this position to incarcerate people. He uses this position in order to min- to get gain access to certain people and manipulate those people. Like Did you it,
1: say psychologist?
0: I think he's a psychologist. Yeah, he's like a, a criminal expert psychologist, same as the main character, one of the main characters of the show. And he, what he does is like he'll make he'll. Like if somebody's like a serial killer, he'll help them. He'll manipulate facts and ideas in a way that will help them go free so that way they can go out and kill again. Like that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Like he again, it's not like mystical shit. It's not mystical magical shit. Like he's manipulating the the legal system in order to allow evil to exist out in the world. Like that's why it's like particular like so like it's an interesting darker like more grounded twist on what evil is right because for me that's what like the biblical definition of the devil is the devil on your shoulder convincing you to do wrong like so much more interesting than i love supernatural i love i haven't finished the show it's 15 seasons long i'm like half a season short from finishing it but um, i met them you met you son of a bitch, and you never told me. Was it this year at, at Comic Con, or is it like a previous year at Comic Con?
1: Where uh, did you previously? Because Prev- they're not no. they're not making the show anymore. God damn. God damn
0: well, God. He's, he's on never... the
1: boys now. He is on the boys now. and You never told me this. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh... I got it. Was we we got a signing at Comic Con a couple okay. years ago.
0: That's nice. That's nice. All right. I think. Yeah, I'm here. Uh-oh. Yep. Grandma. Nope, it's, not, it's just my mom. And so... Mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not address it, okay? <laughs> Let's all... not address it. I, did, I didn't even hear her. Oh, you're right. I can always cut this out. But anyway, I probably won't. And so... Where was I at? You son of a bitch. Anyway. Uh...
1: <laughs> Supernatural's great. Supernatural's great, but... Supernatural sounds like it's a similar take like this world where demons and miracles exist mm-hmm. but but
0: it, that's d- very much, much like, more
1: like lighthearted, comedic like yeah like against the world
0: drama like supernatural comedy. is very much about like oh the underworld and demons and monsters they exist hidden under our world right like here's us yeah. having fun and then here's vampires waiting to bite us but, evil, but you gotta cut their heads off you gotta cut their the heads. Steak off. Steak won't do it. One. You gotta just cut the heads off. Yeah, very specific rules in this one, but in evil, it's it's not about like this under underground evil, this parallel existence that uh, for monsters in hiding. It's about it's about like I'm having Illuminati trouble reconciling
1: t- that in my head. I I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it sounds like there's such a big emphasis on we just don't know if you know it's really a demon or not the fact is it's just there it's happening he's he's wreaking havoc Mm -hmm. and i get that that's where a lot of this conflict comes from Mm -hmm. it's like he's he's causing problems let's just figure it out Mm -hmm. but it's also there's this psychologist and this priest in training like Mm -hmm. it's a reason that it's not you know two detectives figuring this out it's, yeah. it's them trying to figure out where this all stems from exactly so there is a larger story but mm-hmm. I, I it sounds like it takes a back seat to just like you were saying this demon of the week kind of occurrence
0: yeah because there, there's a lot that goes on and it is a bit of like social comment i wouldn't i wouldn't say social commentary maybe that's the wrong direction to, to lean into but um again the question is important because these are very weird things going on and it's again it's a bit of like murder mystery it's a bit of who like murder mystery who done it it's a bit of horror, it's a bit of like psychology and, and sort of like they do an episode there's an, actually an episode where the tech guy gets invited to one of those like um, ghost hunter shows. So he goes on to, to for a recording for a ghost hunter show. So it's a reality TV show that he get he signs up for, and he does his job. Like he sort of like, oh, that's just this, this just that, and they show that almost everything he says is cut out of the show because it's too logical, and makes too much sense, and the fact it's of the matter right. is the show doesn't want to answer the question if it's real He's not or not. It's not
1: leaving enough to the imagination.
0: Exactly, right? So it's it's the show sort of calling itself out on that as well. Where it's just like we're not going to answer you because it doesn't make for good television. But if you think that was all intentional? I <laughs> think so. That I think purpose? so. That's I think that's the point of bringing that character onto that reality TV show within universe and saying that like the logical to answers keep, get cut to keep out. the skeptics at bay exactly we got the we got the smart guy we got the camera guy he's doing his thing exactly and so but it's it's a fun show it's well fun i don't know about fun because it's a lot of like emotional work for me personally because i'm again i'm hypersensitive to to that sort of stuff just because it's so personal like it's the the scary parts about it are personal like this uh what's up Let's sit down and watch Requiem for a Dream. I don't want to watch Requiem Brec- <laughs> for a Dream. <laughs> That's terrible. I'll just I'll just destroy you in three hours. Oh my God, let's not do that. But um, I think we should call it here. I think we're for the recording. We're at like an hour three. Yeah. So well,
1: yeah, I, uh it just kind of was sprung upon us. But yeah. I'm I'm glad I I know about the show. It does sound interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got All to right. to something good. Maybe we'll talk about golden chamoy some other time, and I hope that doesn't become like a running gag. We're just we always end up the episode by saying we're gonna talk about golden chamoy next time. No, it well no, we can't because it's golden chamoy. Golden
1: chamoy, great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's I think we'll call can it there. Can that be? Can what? that be like our our logo, our symbol? A golden Sol- chamoy. It's a it's a can of uh, chamoy, but it's solid gold. It's solid gold. That'd be great. I would have to pay an artist to make that for
0: us. Uh, wow, well, I, I could poke around in Photoshop. We'll, we'll figure something okay, out. Okay, we'll figure something out. Uh, but yeah, so let's call it there. I think that was a, a good recommendation. If you're into something uh, scary and like personally scary, you know, not, not talking about ghosts and goblins, we're talking about like specific personal attacks from demons about your problems, then watch Evil on CBS. Really good show. Uh, Where can you get it? Uh, currently it is on paramount plus you can watch it on paramount plus Ooh, how mm-hmm. much is that i don't know i have it but uh i, f- I forget how much <laughs> it costs i do have yeah, it just just put it on the credit card Just put it on the credit card and so but yeah go watch it it's it's nice it's uh if you like scary stuff you know if you like serial killers because they, they do have like that's a p- component of the show too like the serial killer, are they crazy? Are they not crazy? Are they possessed? It's a whole thing, right? But this has been episode six, right? Yeah. Episode six of the Consumed Content Podcast. I've been Josh.
1: We talked about cars.
0: We did talk about cars as well. So I'll figure figure—I'll figure out how to title this. But we talked about Fast and Furious and we talked about evil. Paul Walker. <laughs> No. all right you you gotta give it more mermaid man i'm trying not to like blow out the mic okay all right and this you has been a pop been, filter i do have a pop filter. go ahead i've been josh this has been matt
1: i'm matt goodbye get it where you can